0: is the broken Sun podcast place zone you know how it is uh we are doing our scum and villainy play test we're right in the middle of a chase scene well maybe not the middle we're close to the end of a chase scene i think and uh i am joined by a crew of lovely individuals who are going to introduce themselves uh, let's go counterclockwise this time so starting over here we've got keekers
1: Hi, everyone. It's Keekers. I normally go first, so this, this is interesting. I am playing Gil McGill, the scoundrel, and uh, various scruffy men rip-off.
0: Excellent. we are also joined by Salas Traeus. Howdy, everybody.
2: I also go by Michael Blood in the real world. And for this podcast, I'm playing Xavier Quag. And you can find me on Twitter at GoodSirBlood.
0: Happy
3: to have you. And we have also got OG Brown Sugar. Hello, everyone. I'm Velvet. I'm, for this time, I'm playing Nova Valkyrie, the muscle, and certainly not privy to all the acts of violence going on. Totally innocent. You can find me elsewhere on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar.
0: And I'm Matt, your friendly guide who forgot to introduce himself last time. So it was just some nameless, formless blob who was running it uh, for the entire first half of this playtest. But I'm back now. You can find me at Y Caliber or you can follow the show at Broken Sun RPG. Of course, our website, com, which just takes you to our podcast website at the time. But maybe by the time this episode comes out, I'll have finally finished making our website. Ooh. Ooh. And speaking of webs, what a tangled one we've woven here. You have tracked down Cho, the assassin, uh, at the behest of Stacy, a reporter who is part of the Edensgate cult. She wants you to capture this assassin who was sent out by... Someone, we're not sure who, on an assassination mission, which they have failed. And having tracked Cho to a hotel on Bedinia, you saw him with a robot in a papoose attempting to escape and kill you at the same time. You survived his attempts and have chased him down, despite being uh, stimmied at almost every turn, and now have him cornered in an alleyway. And uh, he has been literally disarmed by Nova blowing off his hand. With the gun in it, he does not seem like he wants to surrender and has warned you that what you're getting into is too dangerous and that even he is over his head. And Nova, you were about to tackle him. I assume a flying tackle from the back of your Tron bicycle. Bicycle. (laughs) Ring, ring. Get in the basket. (laughs) These are definitely not children's toys from the Centaur and Imp Fellowship. Definitely high-tech gadgets. Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
2: They're totally battery powered. We just don't know it.
0: <laughs> well, that one's a bicycle, so it's still got a battery. <laughs> runs on person power. Yeah, it's pedal powered. All right. Uh, so this is risky, and I would say this is going to be standard effects. If you know this, is gonna, you're coming from above. He has no hand. This is going to be risky. Great effects on your scrap roll. Of course, you can always push yourself or walk away from the computer. <laughs> velvet has, <laughs> velvet oh, has wait. it's a foregone conclusion <laughs> velvet just got off and okay,
1: left. okay so uh
0: bye velvet
1: while we're standing there um we notice that the robot is making this
0: voice oh, i'm not hearing dang
1: it. it dang it kiki your one time <laughs> your moment of fame
0: your time to shine maybe i can edit in some purring yeah from earlier in the recording
1: that'd be nice
0: hey velvet's back All right. You're ready to make your roll, Velvet. You can always push yourself or get a devil's bargain. I don't know what an assist would look like in this situation, but maybe someone can explain. I don't know. Someone give me a boost. Otherwise, you're doing risky great on scrap. Uh, There's also two gambits that you can use in the pool. You're always welcome to use a gambit. It's just you take an extra die and I check off one
3: of the gambits.
1: So fate point.
3: Yeah, but you don't have to justify it. It's just. The luck of a scoundrel. I mean, unless anyone is averse to me doing it, I think I will take a gambit just to make sure you go the down.
0: Hey, take both.
2: Why not?
1: Yeah, go ahead.
3: I think you can only take one at a
0: time. Take one. All right, so you got your gambit. What you're doing is a little bit crazy, so it makes sense that
3: you would, you would do that. Nova's a little crazy. I want to swan dive off the bike and, like, Superman punch him on the way down.
1: I got that robot baby. <laughs> I couldn't finish that. It was too ridiculous.
3: Don't hurt that robot baby.
2: You put the comma wherever you like.
0: Don't hurt that robot baby.
1: No, he was saying, I want that robot baby, but...
2: Oh, I was thinking about...
1: That just tells you how garbled I sound and how bad that accent is.
0: So this is risky? Risky, great. The risk here is diving out of a... Hey, all right, you got a six in there. Five, six, four, two. You land perfectly and take him down. He is you knocking him out, or are you restraining
3: him? No, I'm knocking him out.
0: Okay. He is thusly knocked out, and uh, there's no response from the robot in the papoose. It's difficult to tell if it's deactivated or destroyed or just being quiet. But, uh, yeah, you take him back to your ship?
1: Uh, Gil is going to run up and, and take the papoose with the robot in
2: it. Excellent. Now the robot okay. is completely safe.
0: <laughs> is Gil going to run up on his sprained ankle?
1: Oh, you're right. He's going to stagger up to it. and um... you,
0: could, you could scoot to him. I shoot a net
2: gun at the baby before, he, before Gil is able to grab it. No! Oh no, is it PC
0: versus PC? I would love to.
1: Okay. uh, Are we going to do scrap or scramble?
0: No, to get over there, it would, be, it would be a scramble thing.
2: But because I'm sneaking around by just shooting a net gun at the baby... Would you allow a skulk? Sure.
1: Okay, so I'll.
0: You roll your skulk and you roll your scramble. We'll see how it goes. Just a fortune roll.
1: Okay, so this is—is is this controlled like?
0: It's a fortune roll, so it doesn't have position or effect. That's a four, and then and just put your scramble. Put how many, however many points you have in scramble. Let me double check. You got zero, so you'd put two and take the lowest.
4: No. Oh wait,
0: I win. Okay. Yeah. So you have to take the lowest uh, on zero dice. Okay, so Xavier, your net gun uh, ensnares the... I'm not sure how it's going to ensnare just the robot baby that is strapped to this man's body. Not sure either. I guess it ensnares it ensnares the whole guy. So you've got Cho in your net along with the baby pahoose, And I, I guess he's being tucked up to the bottom of your wheel. I reel him, I reel him up, yeah. <laughs>
1: Wait, what if it just ensnares the papoose and like it comes undone from him?
0: I think that might be more violent than is necessary.
2: Let's not risk uh, the 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 blue robot baby.
0: <laughs> How about his hand? Are you going to leave his hand there? I'll take it in an evidence jar. I'm
3: taking the hand.
0: Okay, never mind.
2: Nova can have whatever she wants. I'm not going to fight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody will pay big money for the hand of Cho. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, man, what do I get? I don't get anything.
0: Yeah, the satisfaction of a job, done. (laughs) Brutally done, I would say.
1: That's not worth anything to me.
3: (laughs) You didn't get shot.
0: I I am messed up, guys. (laughs) Folks, I am through it. Okay, we're going to go into downtime. As we flee Uh, the scene. You are back on the ship. Cho is in your brig. Have you detached the papoose from his unconscious body? Or left it with him? We
2: put it in a separate cell. Okay.
0: He's in the brig. There's a papoose with a robot in it in the other brig. And to get into downtime, let me just go over to that section of the book.
1: Can I do something during downtime? Can I finally attune?
0: You can try. Okay, so payoff and upkeep. Okay, payoff and upkeep. So after a job, the PCs take stock of their income from the operation. Accessible job generates cred. You haven't handed over the person yet so the job's not technically done but you are on the ship so i want to take a bit of time to do your downtime actions on your way to get payoff okay because the next mission is you have to deliver this person cho to somebody Mm -hmm. so the main candidate you have of course is stacy who's the person who hired you from eden's gate to uh you were hired to retrieve this man for eden's gate by stacy your contact but you also learned during the stalking process that the Shroud and uh, the cults and religions, Ferg, Fekpo, and the Shipping Authority are all interested in Cho, and you would assume Cho's target. So the question is, do you want to go back to get the cred from Eden's Gate and complete the job that you were hired for, or... You're gonna maybe try and get a little more cred from a bigger squad, bigger crew?
1: Honestly, I'd like to figure out why they're after him. I believe it's because he had to steal this robot baby, and I wanna know what the robot baby is.
2: That was precisely my plan. I intended to look up information about the baby.
0: Okay. So you want to learn about the robot before you make a choice here. But first I'd like yeah. to indulge my vice. <laughs> All right, so let's look at downtime. We'll deal with the cred part later. Uh, entanglements. I'm going to roll some dice now.
1: I think my cat was getting creeped out by the mentioning of this robot baby because she just jumped away.
3: Aw. Do we rest automatically since we're in downtime, or is that like a conscious action we have to take?
0: It is part of downtime that we are going to get to shortly.
1: Harry baby. Hairy baby.
0: Okay. Unquiet Black, what does that mean? Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, So on your ship, you find, as you are getting these people into the brig, your computers are not working the way that they should at the moment. So every time you try to log in to access the net or whatever, there's like little fizzles, the screens, uh, screens, what's the word? Fitzing, getting staticky. Controls aren't responding quite the way they are, uh, quite the way they should. And eventually, you were able to discover that your ship is infested with some type of space lice. Were they brought on? Gil,
2: this is why we space the pets that you pick up.
0: You'll either have to deal with it yourself or hire an exterminator or maybe some type of mystic to get rid of it. I know a guy.
1: And that's why I got my robot, because so now I don't have to worry about you spacing my pets.
0: Is your robot dog going to try and deal with this infestation?
1: Ooh, can I have my robot dog deal with this infestation?
0: Do you have a robot dog?
1: I have a robot dog. It's my erbot.
0: Then yes.
1: I don't know how I get my robot dog to do that, but...
0: uh, How do you interact with your robot dog usually? Does it have a crude artificial intelligence of some sort? Or is it just following a basic program?
1: Uh, well, I'm kind of picturing like K9 from Doctor Who so it can talk.
0: Okay. So then you would use command.
1: Okay. okay command.
0: And we're just, sorry, we're just going to do another fortune roll for that. So you have zero in command, so you'd roll two and take the lowest. Okay. With fortune roll. We'll see how that turns out. A1. Uh, all Uh. right. Huh. both of both of your dice there were one so the lowest of one and one is uh one obviously so unfortunately you are not able to at this time get rid of the infestation uh, and in fact your dog returns acting strangely as well
4: no <laughs> why
0: all right right, well, we'll have to figure more of that out as we continue uh with our downtime are space lights organic or inorganic Difficult to tell. You'd have to capture one to study it. I know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, you wanted to study, but also we need to do outcomes. Heat, generating heat. I'd say that you have generated two heat on this job. There was no killing, but there was property damage and illegal weapons use. Even if it wasn't by you, there were illegal weapons used. So that'll be uh, two heat for you, and you were in... Uh, bedinia, so you've gained two heat there in that system, which I'm rec- putting under Holt here, seeing as it won't let me change the name of systems here. All right, your wanted level, not a concern just yet. We did the entanglements. We'll jump through those. Okay, downtime activities between jobs. Your crew spends time at their liberty, attending to personal needs and side projects. During downtime, you have time for two downtime activities. I get three. Okay. Downtime activities are acquire asset, craft, indulge vice, lay low, long-term project, recover, repair, or train. So indulge vice is how you reduce stress. Lay low is to reduce your heat or wanted level. A long-term project is what it sounds like. We did a bit of those. I hacked them into fate. Recover is to heal from wounds, to heal from harm. Train is to gain experience. Repair is to work on the ship. Acquire asset is to get an item or uh, a contact. And craft is to make something.
1: I think I want to uh, recover from the sprained ankle and would like long-term project, would that fall under trying to attune to the robot baby? Like a short-term project.
0: We can do a role once we're in free play. You can try to uh, uh, attune to the robot baby. That might be uh, acquire asset. Okay. Okay. So when you recover, let's see, you clear all level one harm. Yeah. Uh, we will say that I guess you dock at your usual hired goons station and see the doctor there. And if you have harm remaining, do you have any harm remaining after you clear all your level one harm? No. Okay. So that's all that you need for that. And what other downtime action would you like to do?
1: Well, if I can't do anything with the robot baby, then I'm going to have Gil. Oh, wait. Did anyone else get harm?
2: Oh, I messed up. Yep.
1: Yeah, I know. You need to recover some of your stress. So, I mean, I'm only at three. So if you guys want Gil to try to deal with the lice somehow in another way, I guess.
0: I have a pretty good way of doing it, I think, if you want to hold up.
1: Okay, so then...
0: You can also do more than two activities, but if you do more than two activities, you have to pay one cred for each activity that you do that's extra.
1: I don't even know how much cred I have. Like, is it just four?
0: Uh, Four is a lot of cred. I don't know. Um, where does it say you have four cred? Well,
1: I'm just looking down next to less effect. It says cred, and then there are four boxes.
0: Oh, that's that's how much you can carry at any one time. Okay. How much cred does a person have? Sorry, while I'm thinking of that, what was the other action you wanted to do?
1: I, I just wanted to uh, recover, uh, like get rid of my three stress, which I guess... It,
2: Don't overindulge.
1: Which is by indulging in vice. So I guess... Uh, While um, McGill is kicking it back with uh, elevating his ankle and putting ice on it to repair this sprain, he starts drinking alcohol. Okay. So do I just click the Indulge Vice button? Yeah. It's asking for dice.
0: Uh, Let's see. Page 190. Indulging your vice. You clear some stress from your character's stress track. Explain how your character indulges their vice. It takes time, so let me down the cruise downtime. You may choose to have your character voluntarily lost in their vice during a session, meaning that they disappear and you play a different character. Uh, da, 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 da. You roll to find out how much stress relief your character receives. A vice roll is like a resistance roll in reverse. Rather than gaining stress, you clear it. The effectiveness of your indulgence depends upon your character's worst attribute rating. It's their weakest quality, insight, prowess, or resolve that is most enthralled to their vice. Make an attribute roll using your character's lowest attribute rating. So what's your lowest attribute rating? Insight, prowess, or resolve.
1: I mean insight and prowess are equal because I because both of them have two diamonds or ticks or whatever you want to say. You,
0: you have two in all of them. You have the same. You have two, two, two. I thought so I thought resolve
1: can, technically has three,
0: but No, you're looking at the first column only. For okay. The attribute rating.
1: Yeah, so they all have two.
0: Okay, so which one do you think you would roll for this? Is it knowledge or deception? Is it physical stuff or is it willpower?
1: I I guess it's kind of like physical stuff because he's drinking alcohol.
0: Okay, so you're you're rolling two dice regardless, but it'll be, we're thinking of it as prowess. Okay, so that's... Okay, so four is your highest. How much stress did you have? Three. You have overindulged... No. If your vice roll clears more stress than you had marked, you overindulge. A vice is not a reliable, controllable habit. It's a risk, and one that can drive your character to act against their own best interests. When you overindulge, you make a bad call because of your vice, in acquiring it or while well under its influence. To bring the effect of this bad decision into the game, select an overindulgence from the list. Rash action. Reduce your stash by four, or if you can't, the crew takes two debt. Big talk. Brag about your exploits. The crew gains plus two heat in the current system. Or lost. Your character vanishes for a few weeks. Play a different character until this one returns from their bender. When the character returns, they've also healed any harm they had.
4: Okay,
1: so I guess I can't do that last one. Uh
0: no. And, I mean you can, but you'll be missing from the next scene. Yeah. you have to make a new I'm, character. I'm just
1: thinking like, did I wanna remake a character right now and, and have it be oh it's it's Kiki. <laughs>
0: um okay. or the dog. So basically you're you're basically either taking two debt or uh, you're gaining two heat in this system.
1: How do you all feel? I, I'll, I would go with heat, but I don't know how you guys feel or folks feel. Ugh.
2: Not you. Bring on the cops.
1: Okay. So, well, call the fuzz. Yeah. So, while uh, we'll say that while uh, Gil was recuperating, he ducked out of like the doctor's office. And stole some, like, al- he was a little, al- already a little uh, addled from like some pain meds that don't interact with the alcohol, I'll just say. But
0: sorry, I, I want to jump in to interrupt quickly because you gain too heat when you brag about your exploits. So oh. you went out and you started telling people in the local bar about how you rescued a robot baby <laughs> yes. from Cho, notorious assassin. So people around here know that now they know there's a robot baby on your ship okay. <laughs> or at least that you've said there's a robot baby on your ship
1: no i'm totally telling you this guy cho had a robot baby i mean it was totally <laughs> Sorry. i can't finish that one
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then gil just vomits profusely
1: <laughs> didn't didn't uh Tully do that at one point
2: I've kind of ad-libbed that almost all of your characters vomit at some point.
1: Kevin didn't, <laughs> but Zonin oh, I'm did. sorry,
0: that was Jason as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was Zonin.
1: One of our characters has to vomit.
0: That's the broken Sun promise. <laughs> we will make you kind of grossed out.
1: Wait, is it also rainbow vomit?
0: <laughs> Who knows? It's the future. We don't have a brand here.
1: <laughs> so there's black vomit.
0: That's right. Okay, then. Uh, who's got downtime actions they want to do next? Me, said the rabbit. Okay. All right. What's Xavier going to do? First things first,
2: Xavier hides himself away in his cabin, locks the door, mm-hmm. or shuts the uh, his blinds. I don't know. <laughs> he he shuts his ship blinds so he can't see space and space can't see him. Mm-hmm. And then he puts on the Goonies right. on the SimSense and just veges for a little bit.
0: Okay. So your lowest attribute is insight, which means that we'll be Rolling two dice and taking the lowest results for clearing your stress.
2: Excellent. I got two.
0: Okay. So you can clear two stress from your stress track. Congratulations. I'm still, I'm still pretty on edge. Three, three boxes of stress. I mean, you can indulge your vice a second time or you can recover. It's up to you. Well, I'm not in danger of
2: overindulging at all. No, but I think I'll use my air of respectability to a- acquire an asset. For right now before and okay. I have that's my extra free one and I
0: yeah you you get an extra okay what asset is it you want to acquire a a lice-eating space dog a lice-eating space dog okay
1: or a lizard
0: or a space lizard that eats space lice space lizard that eats space lice of course squeak that's silly of me to think otherwise and let's see here acquire assets roll crew quality your crew quality is zero uh, the result indicates the quality of asset you get using the cruise quality as the base. Because of favors, so, good, I get plus one die. Okay, so you roll, you roll one die then. Yay! I got a six.
2: Ooh. First good thing I've done. You got a six. Yay!
0: So six means that you get a tier one asset. That's exciting. So you get a tier one lice-eating dog, and I think uh, because it's for temporary use, that dog eats all the lice on your ship and in the robot dog and is uh, very happy to do so. He rented it? You have cleared up the lice problem. I rented.
2: This is a common thing you got to do. You call up up Tony Romano, and he sends his space lice-eating lizard team. They set it loose in your ship. It's basically like a fumigation period. It's a seven-hour layover where you just don't go near that vessel.
0: At all, yeah.
1: And that—that that is the time that Gil spent at the doctor's, and then bragging at the bar.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say that you all have two cred because I can't find any other information about it. And why not have two cred? That's like a, a month's wages, basically. Editor's note: A crew starts with two cred. Okay, so uh, good. What's your second action that you want to do?
2: I think I heal instead of indulging again and watching Goonies too. Okay.
1: Is there a scale? so clear your
2: level one harm? In the future, in the future, Kikers, there is 17 Goonie movies. <laughs> oh, no.
0: uh, okay. Do you have a does anyone on the crew have Doctor? Oh,
1: uh, I do. My
0: friend Carrie does. And Gil does? Yeah, too. Gil does. Oh, I didn't know that. Gil, do you want to uh <laughs> let's see here?
1: He couldn't doctor himself, but I guess he can doctor uh savior.
0: Yeah. Uh do you want Gil, do you want to do a fortune roll with your doctor rating?
1: Uh, sure.
0: So that's one die, I guess. How is Gil treating uh, the shot shoulder?
1: Uh, sling.
0: Sure. Say. Okay. five is good. So that means you can tick two segments of your healing clock, of your recovery clock.
1: Uh, so what happens is Gil, I guess, like, puts a sling on... Uh, savior, and then like cleans the wound with some antiseptic and uh, pat, puts a bandage on it. And thankfully, beforehand he would like used like a little handheld like metal detector to double check, and there were no like bullet fragments in there. It was one of those clean like blaster shots that does not have a bullet. <laughs>
0: Uh, you can also spend one cred to finish clearing harm. Yeah, I'll just I'll do that and pay an actual doctor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> an actual doctor then stitches up the wound.
0: Yeah, or installs some type of, you know, prosthetic bone, because the shoulder was pretty bone, badly hurt, bone as I recall. Prosthetic bones. Okay. And uh that brings us to Nova. What's Nova doing for downtime?
3: Uh the first thing I did was recover, so I just wiped up my uh my two level one harms. Okay. And Very good. I don't know what else I want to do. Well, Let's see. You could take the risk of indulging your vice.
0: Uh, you could acquire an asset of some sort. I think I'll try to acquire an asset. Okay. What kind of asset do you want? Is plasma a thing in this setting? Plasma as in the kind that you use in your blood? No, the, the pew pew kind. Oh, sure. I mean, we said they have blasters. Why not plasma blasters? I'll try
3: to get some kind of plasma cannon.
0: Okay, so you can get a temporary use of an asset. So one special item, a plasma cannon. Okay, so that would be to roll your crew quality. So that's 2d6, take the lowest. Where are you going to get this plasma cannon? My good friend, Chris Farley. Of course. How do I find Chris Farley in his space van? Down
3: by the space river. Down by the space river, yep.
1: Next to the space van uh van the is like this huge like box fort that he's made
3: yeah
0: okay so you got you got a one on on that uh which means that i can even get quality minus one chris uh has a plasma cannon that he can lend you he gives you the plasma cannon and says good luck enjoy the plasma cannon
1: no, wait, if, he, if he's an ancestor of Tully, he has to have a gravelly voice.
0: He would be a descendant, and he lives in space now, oh. so he can have whatever voice. <laughs> he, he is both granting it's Nova
2: good. a plasma cannon that works and will not explode. It says so <laughs> on the yes. space post though. Enjoy
0: <laughs> plasma cannon. Do not press red button. Press only purple button. Not red. Okay, bye.
1: And then he, like, shuffles back into the box fort. <laughs> <He> closes, <door. laughs>
0: closes the door to his space Winnebago. We never see his legs move. He just sort of floats. <laughs>
2: I love how sus he is. God bless him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is an illegal arms dealer. He is our
2: best friend.
0: I want everyone to yeah. know that. <laughs> Living on a t- tiny asteroid. Alleged illegal arms dealer.
1: He's the one who gave Gil his robot dog.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so this plasma cannon you know is incredibly illegal. Uh, Not even a bounty hunting license allows you to carry something like this. It would be a bad idea to use it in any but the most desperate situation. But you have it uh, for the next mission. That is probably as long as it will last before the horrendous energies it is keeping inside of it break it apart.
1: Will it corrode like a battery?
0: Yes. It is already in the throes of acid corrosion. (laughs) It's got some liquids coming out of it. Uh, Okay, so what are we going to do? With Cho.
1: Well, first we want to attune to the robot baby. Figure out more okay. Figure out more about the robot baby.
2: You're about to watch the emergency or something just horrific come out of this, this robot child.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know what it looks like. Gil is calling it a robot baby.
0: And Gil has been pretty, uh, pretty insistent that it's a robot baby. <laughs> it is a small robot in a papoose. We haven't had the heart to tell you. It is... That it
2: is simply a toaster oven with a face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh,
0: is this... it is about three quarters the size of your torso. So maybe that's about a foot, a foot and that's a half. That's
1: about baby sized.
0: Yeah, I mean it's basically baby sized. Sure.
1: <laughs> is this uh? But is this controlled or risky? Well,
0: I guess like this is. One hundred percent. This is a risky action, and your character is not a mystic, so this will no. be at most limited effect. Risky, limited.
1: Yeah, but he's got that like experience with the art artifacts, so that's why he can do this.
0: That's why he can do this at all. Yes, risky, limited effect. Three. Have you ever heard <laughs> of brain leech?
2: Imagine that's been poured all over your brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so. You reach out and you touch this machine. (laughs) It is egg shaped.
4: Ooh, eggs.
0: Yeah, it is egg shaped. It is made of, it almost looks like gold, but there's no corrosion or scratches on it whatsoever. And it has white piping around it in uh, a series of patterns that you don't really recognize. Okay. As you touch it, it, it doesn't crack or anything, but parts of it start to come off. And they sort of come off and start hovering around this egg shape. So it's got these indents where those parts came out, and now those parts are hovering a couple of inches away from the central body. Oh my! And it's. Uh,
1: oh my gosh, guys! It's starting to hatch.
0: Uh, and as you as you do that, there is a beeping noise, a, and you get electrocuted. So you can take the level one harm, uh, nerve damage, and the robot thing remains like that for now. There is no further change, even if you continue poking or prodding at it. It just stays like that. Uh, Xavier, you said you wanted to do some research. I sure did.
1: It is now an egg, babe.
0: What is it you want to research, Xavier?
2: I want to hit up my, um, my contacts in the Heat Anarchy to see if they've ever heard of something like this. Okay. Which... I I do so fully understanding that that will probably give them the indication that I've seen something like this, if not own one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, All right. So let me remove these clocks.
3: Just tell them you heard some drunk guy babbling about it.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes, your associate. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So you are going to them. I think uh, they are like they like you, but they're also consider themselves pretty, pretty fancy. Like, if you come to their parties, cool, great, but you're not necessarily, like, one of the cool kids, you know? So, uh, where do you meet them?
2: I meet them on um, a, a pleasure barge that, for no reason, no one really understands why, but uh, it's been called the Hasselhoff 23, for as long as anyone could remember. Right. And and I attend a soiree in my nicest clothes that I definitely stole. Of course.
0: Uh-huh. Now, is this one of your contacts you're meeting? One of your influential friends? Yeah. Okay. Is it Jezzy, a diplomat? It is it is, my, it is my bitter rival, Manda, a guild member. Ah, so Manda from the Head Anarchy. I will update that contact to say Manda, a head anarchist. All right, you're at the fancy ball. Uh, what's Manda like? Manda
2: is just a, a consummate schmoozer, and she's everything that Xavier aspires to be someday. Manda is able to present... To everyone, regardless of how she feels about them, a front of unfailing friendship and likability
0: but okay
2: Z- she doesn't like Xavier because Xavier saw through it to um realize that she's just everyone thinks that she's kind of not not pushing any sort of agendas at all, but Xavier can see that there's there's purpose behind every seemingly inane and innocuous flattery attempt at flattery or just being nice to someone you wouldn't
0: expect okay so uh you attend the soiree on the pleasure barge with her and uh you and she are having a dance absolutely so as you are dancing he goes oh xavier so kind of you to drop by i know your schedule keeps you ever so busy these days how can i help you darling
2: well i i I pull her in a little closer and uh i say well manda you see i am in a spot of trouble and I have a bit of a curiosity that may tickle your fancy.
0: You won't be the first person who's tried to tickle my fancy tonight, Xavier. <laughs> oh.
4: Ha
0: ha ha. Ha ha. And she does, uh, she does a spin, and as she's spinning, she accidentally steps on your foot with her very spiky heel.
2: Mm. Um, only she can see... Oh, pardon me! Only she can see that I. Um, there's a little bit of a tear forming <laughs> in my right eye, and I... I, I
0: clumsy me quite all right, I understand how strong the drink is <laughs> she there's a, a flash of a darker look in her eyes at that comment. so what are you telling her? How much are you telling her? You might have heard about how the
2: hired goon known as Cho was recently apprehended. It's the talk of the town yes, mostly because of how much of the town was harmed in the apprehension.
0: and your associate guild ran his mouth all over the asteroid mm,
2: that is true
1: <laughs> gill is totally like at home on the ship and he just sneezed and messed up while he was doing his nails
2: <laughs> um you just see above xavier's head xavier will remember that flat <laughs> for a moment yes he does have that rather detestable habit of speaking out of turn
0: you know what they say you can tell so much about a man by the company he keeps
2: What did they say about men with robot dogs? (laughs)
0: Ha 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 ha! Oh, very funny. (laughs) (laughs) The music continues to play. You dance past some other fancy-looking people. Everyone is wearing a mask. What is your mask, Xavier? It is. I think
2: at first it uh, it caused a great deal of revulsion, um, in the in the folks who are well-to-do, but it's become more of an object of curiosity. And uh, it, it's, it's what really got Xavier back into Manda's slightly less than hateful graces. Mm. And it's, uh, it is a, it's a mask of sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. But it is metallic. Is. And he had it <laughs> made.
1: Are you also wearing, is he also wearing an Oakland Raiders shirt?
2: I actually am wearing a shirt that just has the Superman S on it. But it's a, it's a, it's a ridiculously high-collared shirt that's open to my navel. But it has the Superman it, it, S on my, right chest, on my right breast.
3: Have you procured of the course. baby Ruth? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Manda's mask is uh, a mascot that you might recognize. Uh, most people in the future recognize this uh, visage. And it's not the most popular type of mask to wear because it is considered rather outrageous of a fashion statement. But it's, uh, it's got two very large eyes set in an orange, wide-mouthed face with a mane of orange hair surrounding it. Uh, and it is uh, a gritty mask, is what she wears. A symbol of the resistance. Gritty? Really? <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot. Oh. Who, is, well, who
2: has been co-opted in ICON by point. the anti-fascist
0: movement in the
2: US. Because oh. why the hell not? We needed one and and gritty is a filthy beast like the rest of them.
0: so that's her mask honestly uh, as you're dancing so what is it you're trying to get information out of her right i'm trying to just
2: tease because i know that she she really doesn't like me and eventually she'll either stop dancing with me out of because i'm not giving her enough information but i think that right she understands that i'm also giving her just enough i'm trying to give her just enough that she either lets something slip or just say ser- sarah um what serendipitously um, just mention something out of kindness or just thinking that it will bring something intre- of interest back to her. Because the, un- the understanding is, yeah, that I'll give her something.
0: Let's do a consort role Sure. Uh, as you're trying to get that information. Now, it, this is risky because, well, I mean, she is your rival. She shows you up time and again, and she wants information that you're not giving. You want information that she's not giving. So there's a risk that you might let something slip too in this uh, devilish dance we will call this risky standard effects.
2: Um, I didn't mention that I brought it so never mind. You
0: can always declare that you have a thing. That's what load is for. So, would you say I have a light load then? Sure. Yeah, I can't imagine anything else in this situation.
2: Um, let's say I'm wearing fine clothes, which is one, and uh, I think that I've I've spent my my entire load on bringing a large luxury item to her, okay? And it was a it was a bus relief of gritty that hmm. I procured lovely. <laughs> that I procured from my um Earth relics vendor who definitely doesn't steal them from the logistocracy. It, uh,
1: it's possible that it came from a contact of Gil because Gil deals with relics like that or used to.
2: Uh, so, do you think that I could leverage the possibility of a present for an extra die? I, sh- I think so, yeah. Excellent.
0: And call that a setup action that uh, has happened off screen. All right, so you got yourself a five, a baby crit. Let's pump. Mm-hmm. If only it worked that way. Where is my oh. page counter?
1: Critty looks like a combination, like a cross between Animal from the Muppets and, like, Cousin It.
0: Yep. Okay. So as you uh, present this bas-relief to her after the dance during your discussion, uh, you learn from her. The information that you get is, so what is the information you want here, specifically?
2: I haven't let slip that we apprehended Cho. I haven't come out and said that it was my crew that apprehended Cho, but she knows. Yeah. But I haven't let slip that he that we found him in possession of the robot, and I'm hoping that she'll drop some sort of um, rumor that I could chase after afterward, like after this meeting on the barge.
0: Okay. You learn who it was that initially hired Cho to get this and destroy this machine. And it was the Shroud, one of the groups interested in having Cho and his target return to them. And they're offering four cred for that return versus the two cred that Eden's Gate is offering. The information you learn is that the Shroud thinks that there's something about this machine that is a serious threat to the security of the entire region, which is why they needed it destroyed. But she does figure out pretty easily that you have that machine on your ship for
2: sure and i definitely don't try to obfuscate that fact it's pretty plain
0: yeah she so that's very obvious to her and as you are leaving the party uh you get this horrible sinking feeling that you know exactly who she's going to call and exactly what she's going to tell them and it won't be good for you it might be time to move your ship is
2: it the Church of the Emergency that she's going to call?
0: No, she's not that kind of person. Oh, thank God.
1: Yeah, good. I don't like them the most. It's,
2: it's the logistocracy. And she's going she's gonna to sell me for the bounty. Probably.
0: Yeah. Most likely she's got contacts in the Shroud. Like they say, those masked party goers, who could they be? Where are they from? So
2: they, she, she lets slip that there's a bounty for the robot if we return them to
0: the Shroud. The Shroud is the one. The Shroud is the faction that initially hired Cho. destroy the machine and so that's what you learn if we get the jump on her okay they are also offering four cred for that they're one of the factions that are interested and they have definitely will have hired other bounty hunters and now those bounty hunters will know where you are
1: so basically we need to destroy if we want to go with them we need to destroy the robot and be like here's the broken remains of the robot yay
2: so can I just make a random fortune roll to see if a thought occurs to Xavier as even a possibility? What's the thought? That he, uh, he think that it would be a viable option
0: to give the robot to the church of the emergency. If that's the kind of thing Xavier would think, then you just think that. I'm, tr-
2: I'm trying to resist that, that urge because that sounds suicidal.
0: I think it sounds like a great idea. You're going to try and put that thing that is a danger into the hands of a faction that you don't like in an attempt to get rid of a faction that you don't like right yeah it's a plan you should propose to your crew uh,
2: before xavier leaves and uh like I, I see her probably calling someone on her wrist phone mm-hmm. and i uh i take a deep formal bow in her direction
0: and step onto the elevator she, she responds with one of these like hand waves like ta-ta dear you know she said darling ta-ta darling and when the when
2: the doors close uh Xavier rubs his foot.
0: (laughs) All right, you're on the ship. Is this the plan that you're proposing?
2: I I bring it up as an option, but then I quickly dismiss it because it's stupid.
1: Gil, uh, opposes that plan. He's like, well, I think we should give it to the people who are going to pay us more. And also, we get to destroy it, and, uh, it's not a threat to anyone, even if it is a robot baby.
2: Nova, do you think that new toy you got from far lee would be able to dismantle the baby
3: we could give it a shot and if the shroud is going to pay us for the remains anyway why not just give them the robot and then they'll break it
2: a potential course of action do either of you have any acquaintances in the shroud
3: Hmm. i do not
0: yeah see i don't think that um you can declare that one of the contacts on your sheet or on your crew sheet is from the shroud
1: uh, Can I have a neutral, one of my neutral people be? Yep. So I'm going to say that one of the neutral people, uh, Dr. Fateau, um, the mentor of, uh, I'm, it's an African name. Okay, Sorry.
0: so Dr. Fato is from the Shroud? She
1: works with them.
0: Okay, so what are you planning to do then with that?
1: I guess whatever Xavier was proposing that we like. Have her as a go between or something to deliver it and get the cred?
2: Would she be willing to open up dialogue with the shroud? And then I, I tell them I tell them that we've basically, I, I, I may or may not have lit our asses up by going into that barge. Me. I, mean, I, I drop that sort of very quickly.
1: I don't see why not. She wouldn't be willing to help us. She does like uh, artifacts, and I believe that this robot would fall into that uh, category.
2: Do you think that we should ask our prisoner what he suggests?
1: Oh, it's not up to me.
2: My only question is why Eden's Gate wants him terminated if he failed the
0: Shroud. But Eden's Gate doesn't want him terminated. Oh, mm-hmm. they want him brought back. That's why they hired. Yeah.
3: That's why they hired bounty hunters, not assassins. Sorry if that was unclear.
2: I think that was just my mental lapse.
3: Wait, so we could potentially get more money if we give Cho to the Eden and then the robot to the Shroud. The Shroud wants both. Oh,
1: I mean, if anyone has uh, moral issues, like moral scruples, I doubt we do, being part of Cerberus. Um, you know, I was like, which, one, which group would be more likely to kill him? And then if we hand him in, or less likely.
3: Well, that was my question, too. Uh, does the Shroud also want him alive? Because we do have a hand we could present them. The Shroud has been hiring
0: uh, assassins from what Xavier learned. Yes, the oh. Shroud is
2: purely interested in the remains of the machine. They don't seem to have... It wants, What's that?
0: it wants both of them dead, gone, destroyed. And
2: it would be certainly easy. And like Xavier looks over at the wall where he can just depressurize
3: the brig. I mean, so this might be a long shot, but what if we gave uh, Cho, or like the 95% of Cho to Eden, and then we give the robot and the hand to the Shroud?
2: Eden will be displeased that they do not have the machine.
3: Did Eden want the machine or they just want to show?
2: Eden wanted both as well. They wanted both intact, whereas the Shroud want both gone, and they're paying double.
3: Oh, never mind.
1: Well, I mean, if we uh, go with one, will there be one that's more forgiving?
2: I would be more averse to upsetting the Shroud.
1: Then I say we go with the Shroud.
2: Nova, are you in agreement?
3: Yeah, from the looks of it, uh, I, I... They'd rather be on the shroud side.
2: Well, then, Xavier walks over to the, the brig console. Are you
0: going to destroy them, then? Yeah, I'll definitely ice Cho. Okay. As you are pressing the button to... So it's Cho you're killing. It, currently, and then we'll see about the machine. Okay. So you press the depressurize button, and Cho is flung into space. You see it takes a, a couple minutes for his body to, like, freeze and then decompress and all the fun stuff that happens to bodies in a vacuum the crystals grow over and the eyes bulge out etc cho dies I, I saved i saved the rec- i saved the recording as
2: proof of kill for um, if the shroud wants it
4: okay. yeah.
2: now it just occurred to me as a player that we could have like maybe given the shroud that footage and given his body whatever i had put too much thought into his murder yeah, there's a lot- There's a lot of things. There's lots of things you can do. I could have have spared him. Oh, well. Let Eden's Gate clone him. I don't know. We have his hand.
0: Okay. Grow a whole new chow. Mr. Are you going over to do the same (laughs) to the machine?
2: Uh, I don't know if spacing it will destroy it. Mm, Good point. So I I look at Nova. Would you mind expending your instrument? It's what Chris would have wanted. I have no doubt about that.
1: (laughs) Girl, Chris. I love the guy.
0: Mr. McGill, would you please contact your good doctor?
1: All right. Do I have to roll something to do that?
0: We'll <laughs> that a moment. Uh, so you're destroying the machine now, right? Yeah,
3: we're going to shoot it. Okay. We probably should have done it in here.
0: No, and I uh, go into cargo or something. No, we can do
2: it in the brig and just, if all else fails, punch a hole in it and
0: send it into space and then shoot it. As you are discussing this, the egg robot stands up. Boss fight.
4: Oh, oh
0: And you can see the. Uh, the pointy end of the egg is at the top and the larger end of the egg is hovering at the bottom and the things that came out of it are floating around it like some type of limbs or defenses. And out of the pointy end at the top comes a screen. It unrolls out of a, uh, a slot in the top of the screen and there is an LED-style face on it, like an emoji. Help
1: me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi my only hope.
0: There's an emoji face that appears on it, and right now, it looks like a sad face. It says, excuse me, I couldn't help but overhear your plans. I wonder if we might parlay for a moment before you execute this form. I am absolutely
2: interested in a discussion at this point. I mean... Please continue. Fantastic. How did you... That is not a baby, Gil.
1: (laughs) He was just about to say how. I guess...
3: That is a grown-ass egg.
2: That is a... That is a grown-ass robot man. Presumably.
1: Oh well, it used to be a robot baby.
0: It's kind of you to notice. I have never been a robot baby, but I was at one time in my life a baby, that is true. The form that you see before you is not the one into which I was born, but rather the one into which I have been thrust by circumstance and ignominy.
4: Alright,
1: Well, now why didn't you try talking to me when I tried to talk to you earlier?
0: It didn't particularly seem like the prudent thing to do at the time, but uh, circumstances have changed, and with the death of my protector, it behooves me to uh, engage with you on this level. My name is M MKV. <laughs> I uh, apparently am a cat. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Gill. Please, I will space
2: that creature. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I've uh, come from afar, halfway around the belt, seeking assistance for a situation that has caused a bit of a spot of trouble for my compatriots and I. You see, uh, I come from a broken sun, inside of a large space station. I was sent by my people at the destruction of our habitat, at the hands of a group of violent insurgents who seek nothing more than our total destruction. And what I require of you is either the protection of my life or the services of your ship so that I may save an entire world. What are you prepared to offer? Hang on a sec. My child is awake.
1: Oh. So the question is, is this guy like, is this guy like after season? Like, is this like?
2: Yeah, I think, this, this, I think that this Eggman was, was sent to re- just gather aid for the military in the sun.
1: Uh, Oh, there he is, our handsome boy.
2: (laughs) It's the beard. My beard is horrifying.
1: My my, uh, smile is somewhat obscured by my microphone, so.
0: All right. I was just concerned that there was something wrong with my computer because I had been making loud noises. (laughs) Your child is adorable. He is very cute. Indeed. All right, where were we? You were speaking with MKV. Uh, What are you prepared to offer, MKV? Well, as it so happens, the station upon which our battleship uh, resides still has the capability of generating atmosphere, gravity, oxygen, sunlight, and is completely protected from both the emergency and the mistake. You can grow food there. You can survive on the surface. There is so much space on that station that is not being used. I can't imagine, but thinking that it would be a better life than what you're scrabbling through out here among the rocks.
2: How did you breach the mystic in the emergency to arrive in this sector?
0: I have been in a state of what you might call suspended animation for quite some time. I was launched from the station immediately upon the first launch of the attack on our ship and have traveled here to the point which we previously knew was a rallying point for humanity in the hopes of securing assistance for my people. In my powered down state, using only slight thrust and gravity for propulsion, I was all but invisible to our foes. What is out there? Your guess is as good as mine. As I said, I was in suspended animation until I breached the shroud and was picked up by certain parties.
1: All right, but if you're offering us
3: this nice place, chain?
1: why don't you guys use all that space yourselves?
3: As you can
0: see, uh, I do not exactly have a human body at this point. I have been living in this machine for approximately 150 years, uh, and however much time has passed since my escape from the station, these robot bodies, as it happens, are not quite suited for life on the station, such as it is. There is a certain corrosive in the air that renders the exact composition of these forms fairly dangerous to inhabit.
2: Matt, can I, hey, I a- attempt to get a sense of whether he's on the, the straight and narrow with what he's saying? And it's hard to read a robot. Oh, uh, let
0: see. <laughs> How would we go about doing that? Uh, I think that would be, it might be a study, right? Yeah, I think study makes sense.
1: Ooh, I can do a study.
0: I mean, um, could we... This is a controlled role. Uh, and I would say that because you're dealing with a machine, the effect is limited. Colleen, do you want to take this then?
1: Uh, I guess so. That would work. So it was.
2: Can I burn a stress to help and give you a die? How are you helping? I think I'm. Uh, hmm. I think I'm trying to subtly speak some hand sign to Gil, who I know is also adept at reading people. Hmm.
1: From all the deals he's had to do. Um, so, what was the effect again?
0: Attune might be better for this. Attune tune might give you standard effect, but if you, we can continue with study if you if you wish.
1: Well, I have study and uh, okay. a tune, so it doesn't so matter much.
0: It's controlled limited for study, controlled standard for attune.
1: tune. Can we just say that I'm rolling for the attune, though I study? Since they're the same value.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, click on the attune and then just roll a tune, right? And you'll be all set. Yeah, and
2: you'll just have controlled positioning, standard effect, and you have a one bonus die for me, and you can push yourself or, I don't know, ask Matt to give us further complications. It'll be great. So it's standard. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Uh, you've rolled a one and a two. Gil, you are uh completely convinced that this machine is telling the truth and that uh, it would be the moral duty of anyone who had any concern for the future of humanity to do everything possible to assist this machine.
1: Oh my gosh, you poor egg. What were these insurgents like? <laughs> what type of horrible monster tried try to hurt such poor, innocent egg such as yourself?
0: There are people who do not understand uh, that sometimes necessity breeds... What some might call unpleasantness, may feel that the future of the human race at large is less important than individual comforts and luxury.
1: My gosh, they're horrible! He says, completely not you know, with with irony, unaware completely
0: of
4: completely
0: lacking yeah. suspicion and
1: completely unaware of the irony of this. Um, yeah. Well, I think we can definitely connect you with if. Look, if my uh, compatriots are okay, I wouldn't mind helping you, but if they aren't, I'm sure we can hook you up with someone who could.
0: It seems, unfortunately, that the ruling faction of this region, the Logistocracy, is not welcoming to my presence here. See, he Dr. Eggman? But perhaps you could find uh, someone who would be more amenable to assisting us. I know that the Eden's Gate cult is perhaps... Uh, uh, suffering under the belief that our station is a planet, but perhaps they could be convinced to lend assistance all the same.
1: I mean, what's the difference between Would a you... nice space station and a planet, depending on how big it is?
0: That's what we keep telling the people who were live in there, but they are not satisfied with their lucky lot.
1: He just kind of shakes his head in dismay at these ungrateful people. Again,
2: Xavier keeps a side eye on Gil. As he speaks to, um, the robot man.
1: He is the Eggman, That's what he is. he is the Eggman. Oh, wait. Also, he, he is the Eggman oh Cuckoo God. Jew. <laughs> He's both.
0: It's also possible that one of the lesser powerful families in the region, perhaps the Bedinia family or the protector of Friedrich, might be willing to assist us for a more luxurious lifestyle than the one they are eking out here. I would not suggest that we trust those aliens. They do not appear to have our best interests in mind, from what I understand. But you would know this region better than I. What is your experience
2: with the Andromedans and the Centaurans?
0: Very little good. Let's just say that they were also attempting to wrest control of our assets to take as their own, even back before the mistake occurred.
3: Right, my concern is we, we're we're getting very little tangible incentive
1: oh no they just take and they take they don't give you that much back Uh, he says
0: the most important part is that the andromedans are capable of existing and thriving in just about any environment whereas we humans require a specific set of circumstances to thrive and those circumstances exist only on earth and in this station earth remains well existed on earth
2: can I study again to see if that's true?
0: Darn it. It's, that's just me misspeaking. Like he, he doesn't, as far as you know, know anything more about this. Okay. I'll say, so what do you want to do with this, with this robot? What? Hand him over to somebody and you want to ha- try and help him yourselves? You want to enlist the aid of another faction? What are you to prepared
2: to offer as a show of good faith?
0: As I have said, those who are willing to assist us will be given positions of more privilege aboard the station. Once we have dealt with this insurgency, the only issue is that our battleship has been damaged by vile internal discord, and we do need assistance in order to regain the control that we've always had. There is a- It has been several hundred years of stability, and I can offer you these records, if you wish to inspect them. There is a faction of dissent inside of your
4: battleship.
0: This battleship has been an ark for many millions of humans ever since the time that we were forced to flee the Earth. There are bound to be those within that who forget the place of humanity in the universe and perhaps also strive for their own individual comfort over the survival of the species. What will be done with the insurgents? Oh, we have humane ways of dealing with them. It's just that our current technology has been damaged, as I mentioned. We have been able to pacify them in the past by minor alterations, agreements, accords, trades. Sometimes an example needs to be made, but you know what that's like in your line of work. You sound very similar to the local sector government. Shows a force. The local sector government would have you believe that scarcity is the only way to live. They would like to keep you here.
2: And what conditions do those on the stations live under? Do they
0: not live in artificial scarcity? Oh, much better. Everyone everyone is taken care of aboard the station. No one has gone hungry there for many hundreds of years. Though they may now until our ship is repaired. They rely upon it to grow their crops.
3: I mean, this is a shifty egg. I don't trust him. And if he can't offer me anything tangible, then yeah, definitely pew pew.
1: I just have to say, like, out of character here, like this guy, I'm, I'm just like... Ooh, you—you've really drunk the Kool-Aid, Mister, Sir, or Madam, or other.
0: So you can determine whether you want to turn him over to someone else, help him yourself, or destroy him.
2: Xavier is still firmly in the kill him camp. Because mm-hmm. he sounds th- this sounds like logistocrat talking points to me. Mm.
1: I mean, kill is for helping him somehow. I wish she wasn't. Xavier is for killing him. And I guess it's up to Nova, the deciding vote.
0: As as I said, I have these records that you may inspect to show what the conditions are like aboard this station, at least when the battleship's uh, solar rays are operational.
2: Does he produce some sort of, like, USB?
0: Yeah, he opens up his chest and a small glowing cube comes out, which he takes in his hands and, uh, well, takes in some of the paddles that are floating around him and offered towards the door of the brig. This should be compatible with your technology. Why are you made of gold? This is not actually gold. I am plated with a few microns of gold over my carapace. It is uh, an excellent material for conducting electricity, which is one of the many ways that my thoughts uh, traverse this prison in which my mind remains entrapped.
1: Sidebar, there are metals that are cheaper and better than gold for that sort of thing. This guy is just totally hedonist, bot. Well, this is like the evil version of him that I really keep
2: he The hears. evil version of hedonist, bot who is,
4: of
3: <laughs> course, morally upset. Hedonist, bot is great.
1: Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> Worse.
2: Mr.
0: Gill, if
2: you would please retrieve the cube.
1: All right. And he takes the cube. Um,
0: yeah, MKV hands it over with, you know, uh, a smiley face emoji on his screen.
2: Miss Valkyrie, I would prefer to terminate this conversation and text. And I pull out a blaster.
1: Can we uh, say that Gil had left to go put it in the computer?
0: Your ship's not that big.
1: Well, he's in a different room.
0: Oh, no, I'm not saying you're going to leave the room. Hey. Your computer's right there. Okay. You have to watch this happen or do something about it. I uh, I, hold a, like, I, I hold my
2: pistol up to the, uh, the brig, and I, I look at Mr. Gill, and I, I just say, today is a day of choices, Mr. Gill.
1: I don't know if I really like these choices.
2: But these are the ones presented. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. And he smiles for the first time. Really unnerving smile. Miss Valkyrie,
3: if you would. I will point the Plasma Cannon at Dr. Eggman and press the purple button. Not the red button, the purple button.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, roll your scrap. You are in a desperate position, and this will have a limited effect. Mark your XP. Yep. You're rolling a desperate roll. Mark your XP. In limited your
3: effect, right? S- prowess. Yeah. You can push yourself. Uh, well, pushing myself up the effect or the, my position?
0: Which one is it that you have in that move? You have that move that says you're unstoppable. You can push yourself to do one of the following. What do you mean? Oh, that's physical force. You're shooting a gun, so that's not. Uh, You can push yourself to... hmm, I guess because you have it, you could potentially push yourself to go up to uh, standard effect. Or to add one die. That's up to you.
3: Could I use a gambit for this? You can use a gambit. You've got one left. I'll gambit it up. Gambit from the X-Men would be proud.
2: I'll also help by shooting.
0: Okay, go for it. And take your... You're taking a stress to assist by setting up a crossfire? Sure am. All right, go for it. Are you taking the extra die or the extra effect from pushing yourself?
3: So the, is it still limited effect, but does the extra die? Oh, I'll take the uh, extra... I guess I'll take the extra effect.
0: Okay, then you'll be rolling at standard. Desperate standard.
3: And you'll have my bonus die, as well as your three scrap. And can I put a gambit on top of that, or is the gambit am I pushing myself? Yeah. The gambit is an additional thing. You can roll five dice. Yeah, I'll burn the gambit, too. Two
0: bonus dice. Sounds like five, right? Yep. So if Should I throw the gambit total. on top of this, no! uh, what am I
3: rolling?
4: Oh, You're kidding! <laughs> I'm shooketh. <laughs> I
2: am shooketh. We got a three, a oh, two, oh, and three okay. ones. Three, this two, is what it one, really one, well one. Oh, I That is...
0: Oh. That is, uh... There's a very low statistical probability
3: of that happening. At least this bodes well for whatever I roll next. Okay. Anyway. Uh,
0: So you press the purple button on the plasma cannon. Uh, Unfortunately, the purple button on the plasma cannon and the red button on the plasma cannon are very similar shades. And while Chris did label one with a sticky note, uh, he labeled the wrong one. You press the button and the plasma cannon explodes in your hands, which is the worst outcome. As it says, one through three, you suffer severe harm, a complication occurs, you lose this opportunity. Okay. Uh, A complication occurs. You fire, it explodes. You feel like you should be blown up. You feel like you probably should die in that moment. But as the smoke and fire from the explosion clear from around you, and from around uh, you as well, because you're, you're standing, from all three of you, because you're standing around in the same area. There's fires all over, there's the sound of uh, an alarm going off in your ship because there's a hull breach. But the three of you find yourselves in a bubble of slightly crackling golden energy, and the egg is standing there with all four of its paddles extended towards you on the outside of that bubble, uh, having protected you from the exploding plasma cannon's destruction.
1: I told you, people, he was a good egg.
0: He has a concerned emoji look on his face, like that flat mouth look. And he says, well, heavens, I know I should be mightily offended by your response, but frankly, it's similar to that I received from the Shroud and the other uh, agents of the Logistocracy when I made a similar offer to them. I had expected better from you, but perhaps there's still room for conversation here.
1: Look, I say we take him to the people who are going to help him. Then you guys don't have to deal with him if you don't want to. He gets what he wants, and none of us have to die.
0: You look out past the bubble and you see that uh, there is a hole In the ship where the plasma cannon exploded. Uh, So atmosphere is venting out. Uh, It would be a bad idea to be unprotected at the moment. You can still see that serene, concerned face hovering on the machine's face as it says, Is there somewhere on the ship I could guide you in this uh, force field that would be more amenable to your survival? I do not... uh, have much in the way of systems that can be damaged by exposure to a vacuum, but I do seem to recall from my time in a human body that that is not true of organic forms. I would hate to see anything happen to you.
2: The helm will do nicely. We would happily conduct you to where you need to go. I humbly apologize for my flippant decision.
0: As I said, I understand. I would not be much of a diplomat for my people if I were not prepared to engage with the dangers one faces from radical ideas. But I do still hope that you and I can learn how to see, and the emoji face disappears, and instead it's just two large boxes with like a pupil in the middle is eye to eye well, and, well done uh, Mr matthew <laughs> he, he hovers you through the ship up to the uh, to the cockpit, which I assume can be sealed off from the rest of the ship precisely yeah yeah he hovers you in there and hovers down into the computer dock, I want to say, like where you plug things into the computer. He hovers down into that and one of his paddles plugs into it before he disables the force field, and you are all
3: now safe for a given value of safe.
2: I, I look I make apologetic eyes at um Nova Valkyrie.
3: I don't apologize. But I am a professional mercenary, and it looks like whatever team you're on will probably be the winning team. I have no issue signing up. Wonderful. Now, if you will direct your ship to these coordinates,
0: and the uh hollow display, do you have hollow displays or just standard screens? Uh, we have screens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh the screen displays a coordinate in space that's uh in the still within the shroud, but it's like like an hour away at the speed your ship can do. It's not near any of the major asteroids or shipping
3: lanes the boonies of the shroud kind of yeah
0: He says i have left a package in this region that i believe will offer you a compensatory package for your efforts and once you have claimed that and seen that i do in fact have your best interests at heart we can move on to the next part of our acquaintanceship
1: i told you all he was a good egg
0: yes
2: mr gill it seems he is hard-boiled
0: that was very amusing.
2: I incline my head in his direction.
0: Do you take your ship to this place?
1: Gil
2: would be for it. Xavier has a bad habit of shooting himself into uh, escape pods.
0: <laughs> when you get there, there is a container that you wouldn't have been able to pick up, but uh, because you have been directed to its exact location, you're able to, I guess, use your grappling hooks to bring it aboard.
1: For sure. I mean, we have a hole in the side of the ship now,
0: so... Yeah. The MKV volunteers and says, uh, if you do not mind, I am sure that you would be hesitant to open an unfamiliar package uh, in the midst of your ship, so I will go and open it myself if you do not mind. You can watch on the cameras and see that I am, in fact, true to my word. And he sort of hovers out towards the... Uh, where the container has been brought aboard he opens it up and it is it's full of precious metals gems technology there is uh there's a lot in this container it would be worth as you are looking at it through the cameras approximately 10 cred
4: (laughs) that's that's a lot
0: 10 cred is roughly equivalent to the cost of a personal spaceship and he turns to look up at the security camera in the, uh, in the cargo hold. And there's a big, like, smiley face with the capital D on his screen face. A lot it is of a money. very
1: excellent I'm just waiting for uh, a contract so I payment. can sign it.
0: Miss Valkyrie. The uh, paddle that he left behind plugged into the computer springs open a holographic display with a contract on it. It indicates that you are willing to assist MKV and his people in uh, making contact with sympathetic factions in the asteroid belt. Oh, thank you. Have fun. (laughs) All right, that you are willing to assist MKV and his uh, people. in making contact with factions within the Hygiene uh, Asteroid Belt region and securing assistance, including your own, with recruiting that help and putting down the insurgents that threatens the future of humanity aboard his station.
4: (laughs) Uh, uh,
3: I will study the contract carefully before I sign it. It seems to be completely legitimate
1: then Gil
3: will sign it. I'll sign. There are promises
0: of land and promises of future wealth and investments, authority, you know, titles, all these things on the station once you assist them in repairing their technology so that they can resume growing food on the station and protecting the inhabitants thereof, including the new inhabitants, which they hope to welcome from the Hygiene region.
2: I do believe they simply mean to replace their insurgents with us for whatever purpose, but money is a natural lubricant. I sign as well.
0: Okay. Take the time here to do uh, a job where you try to negotiate support from another faction, if uh, you wish. Or we can call it here. I think this is a, an excellent yeah. plot stop. I mean, and it's horrifically depressing for yeah, me Yeah, honestly,
1: it, it's like. <laughs>
0: uh... The game is called Scum and Villainy. Xavier Quag is scum, but he sure didn't <laughs> yeah. like it.
3: He thought he was better he thought he was I mean, better like, than this
1: gill is just completely taken i think like on this he's like oh okay
3: i had to pay for those good rolls against cho there have been That's some unfortunate roles yeah. in the past hour. really thought you were uh, gonna
2: crit that uh,
0: velvet they are no fault of your own or at least any success <laughs> you've been able I, to completely I mean, it was, destroy like, the him
1: first time it, like my role the first like checking him out like that failure it was like Oh, and then it was like, okay, we have a second chance. Velvet destroying this guy, and then it was like, no,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel That's all so bad for the
2: the dice gods were displeased.
1: But you know what? I guess I don't feel as bad for Cho now that I think about it because he was like, I don't know if he was for or against our egg villain guy. You could but have, right, man. You know.
0: You could have maybe asked at some point. Yeah, I
1: don't want to dignify this. <laughs> I, I don't want to like give this guy the name Dr. Eggman because like, that Dr. Eggman's cooler, at least.
2: <laughs> Dr. Eggman, is he's a technocratic no. fascist.
0: No, think human. about
1: it. He's just trying to take over the world with his machines. It's not like he wants to kill everyone. He just wants to kill one blue hedgehog. Uh,
0: who? Do, who does MKV want to kill that you know of?
1: Like... All of our characters, like so, like more than one hedgehog. <laughs>
0: Emran is worth several Many hedgehogs. hedgehogs <laughs> I shall have you know, <laughs> several hedgehogs in a trench coat.
1: <laughs> Isn't that what uh, Zonin?
0: Zonin is actually Mole? several
2: several moles in a hat in a trench coat.
3: Emran is several knuckles. Emran is
2: two echidnas exactly.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so then what's Mave? Is Mave like
2: Mave is spider, silly. It's just the Takagi boogie.
4: There
1: aren't it's, uh, any spider. just a bag of poo. I mean, there are a couple. Bi- uh, there's a bee character in Sonic, so I guess I mm-hmm. guess that's equal. And then
0: you mean Sonic. I don't even
1: know what the heck Keva is. Yeah, his name is Charmy
0: Bee. Of course, it is awful.
1: Maybe Keva would be.
0: <laughs> Keva's <laughs> a honey bear.
1: This is horrible. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that she might be. Uh,
0: what did you be creamed so the I rabbit? I was gonna say silver like because of
1: the telekinesis, but I know a lot of, a lot of people hate silver.
0: One thing we didn't really get to try with the system that's fun is the planning of the job. Mm-hmm. We started to get into it when we were having like when you went to do that consort to get information about Cho and the robot and the information that you got, and from there it could have gone into planning a job and an engagement role, which is a really cool part of this system. But uh, we we went a different direction with our story today i
2: like murder matt uh, for some reason i can't i i can't help yeah. negotiations. we're presented with the option to throw someone some in space i can't i can't stop you did it
1: but i have to be serious though about that gold thing i'm like gold is not the best conductor
0: no i mean i i'd like to be clear mkv is a monster yeah he is he a is terrible a, person He you is can a, tell yeah. because he was He's a southern
2: bad. charmster
1: <laughs> with a gold egg it was just a me- I, w- I was just imagining like the veruca salt gold eggs and then like hedonist spot. i like, knew
2: he was a real monster because he wouldn't yeah. let us
0: die he had to convince us <laughs> he had to control us he couldn't be wrong no of course not how could he be wrong he's helping people i mean maybe that means that they have to live in a, a horrible dystopian society. But he's helping. Oh, he's the worst. I hate them all.
2: This is why Emron is going to destroy the sun if it kills him. (laughs) I've made a character whose sole purpose is destruction.
1: I was so happy when I, at first, I thought, oh my gosh, we destroyed it, you know, (laughs) at first. And then it was like, oh, this is just when Keva just heard it. Mm -hmm. But this guy left. Alas. And I'm like. Yeah,
0: as soon as as that... uh, breach happened in the sun, this guy was sent off. Along with perhaps others. Oh, there's no there's no doubt in my oh. mind that a representative was set to the Earth
2: remnant that I'm sure exists.
3: Yeah. Regular dozen or Baker's dozen? <laughs> Hard to say.
0: I mean it depends how many settlements there a Velico are dozen. And
4: beyond.
1: Yeah. Velico dozen
3: <laughs> Velico probably does. So what you're telling me is mm-hmm. I'm gonna need more, mech. more spiders and that said You might need more spiders.
0: Uh, so how did you
3: enjoy the system? I, I love Forged in the Dark. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: I, I like it a lot. My one issue is like just the whole where it's like I have to keep on entering stuff into this volume thing and I'm like, ah, I just can't just add one number. You can
0: always just, if you don't want to engage with the sheet, just use the standard slash roll and put in the number of dice because it's always just going to be yeah. a number of dice and we'll... Come on. And we'll remember <laughs> the position and effect.
1: Sokka's tail cracks me up. Just has that one little poof at the end.
0: Oh my god, this dog uh, is hysterical. Look at this fluff he's monster. Right, I know, you want to go on the walk too, but... Alright, well, I'm going to shut off the recording then. And uh, we can decide over the next couple of weeks which system we want to try out for the next season. Yeah. So, until then, all the Good best. luck, folks.
1: Space squids.
4: Space squids. Space, Space and squids.